0: As I kick off this podcast and invite people in to share parts of their journey and harder parts of their lives, I feel that it is only fair and right that I take a few minutes to introduce myself and take a bird's eye view of my journey. My story really starts in the summer of 1981 when my parents had every intention of having a really great time at a party and ended up with a surprise baby. I had the opportunity to have a talk with my dad late in his life. And he was very honest about his shortcomings and very honest about his addictions and where they came from and that he was in no position to to raise me. So it was my mom and I, and my mom died when I was three. My family of origin that took me in, it was not, not a good environment. I understand now after my own process that we can only work with what we have. And what they had was a lot of trauma and that's what came out, there was a lot of abuse. I have an expanded ACEs score of 17 for those who know what that is. Basically it means there wasn't one single event, there was a pattern of different forms of abuse that happened for a long period of time. and as a little person. I didn't understand what that was. I internalized a lot of them. I really believed that I was bad, that I was doing things wrong. That turned into very early alcohol use in my teens, repeating the same chaos that was part of my childhood in my friendships, in my romantic relationships, sometimes even in my work environments. When I was in my late 20s. I was having a conversation with someone and for my family of origin, and it was one of those moments where I can still feel it. I can still see it in my mind. It was a moment where the veil was lifted, and I could see things for what they were. I understood that the things that happened to me were a form of abuse. I wasn't some horribly bad person. I started this long, messy journey of working through my experiences and trying to understand them, trying to make sense of it, and trying to have some good out of it. I think I kept persisting because even when things were really bad and chaotic, and even when I was suicidally depressed, because there was some part of me that believed that there was more that there could be some good in my life, that I could be happy. And that little part of my brain, I clung to that. I started going to therapy and they would unlock one chunk and I would go to business seminars and I'd understand another chunk of it. Like 10 years after that conversation, I really started to understand how much when we experience trauma, it goes into every part of us. It literally goes into our cells and it rewires our brain and it changes how we do relationships. I took a lot of courses to try and understand that. Thankfully, after all of that work, I won't pretend that it's easy, and I won't pretend that every part of that is fun. It's completely worth it. I'm at a place now where I I do really enjoy my life. There's a lot of things I still need to make sense of, a lot of things I've had to make peace with and accept. I have amazing relationships. I have a better relationship with my kids now than I did when I first started and I I didn't know what I didn't know and that's what I'm here to share one of the things I believe is that shame tells us that we are bad and we're alone, things happen when we have conversations about the hard taboo topics and we bring those out into the open there's a lot of comfort that comes, there's a lot of hope and inspiration that comes from hearing someone that has been through something similar and they've figured it out. Maybe it's one thing they say, maybe it's one tool they used, but there's so much power in that. That's what I'm here for, and that's what this podcast is here for. We will be kicking off with Pastor Jeff Crepin. He had his own lifted moment that there were abusive people in his congregation and really trying to understand what that was and who those people were and how to identify them. And He has several books, blogs, and sermons about understanding those dynamics and really speaks out about having a scriptural response because too often churches will side with the abuser rather than supporting the person who was abused. That is what we are kicking off with.